ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Friday, April 20th edition. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We'll be here for the next hour. We'll take your phone calls later on at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Coming up this hour, we're going to hear from the Associate Athletic Director of Marshall University, Aaron Goble, Thundering Herd, finishing up their season renewals for football and we're going to talk to him see how that went and what opportunities still may be available for you those of you who procrastinated there are some pretty good deals out there if you want to go see herd football uh, this was probably your year to get a season ticket package so aaron's going to talk to us a little bit later on about that and of course things in general with the university also we're going to hear from the mayor of barbersville chris tatum he was part of the group that was in charleston earlier this afternoon announcement today that barbersville and charleston chosen to host multiple U.S. youth soccer regional events. So we'll have Chris on later on the program to tell us more about that and, of course, how that's going to benefit the entire state of West Virginia. From my understanding, uh, multiple communities were involved in this. Barbersville, Huntington, of course, the Canal Valley. Uh, There's going to be a, a lot of opportunity for people to help out soccer is going to take over the mountain state at least this portion of the state and chris is going to tell us more about that later on and of course as we mentioned your phone calls they are welcome again the number is 877-420-TALK 877-420-8255 so now that we've got that set let's get you caught up on what's happening today uh, as we usually do we'll start with marshall news and marshall men's basketball coach dan d'antoni he was on the program with us yesterday talking about the loss of Idine Peneva. Of course, he's going to the NBA, signing with an agent for going his senior season. Well, now we can officially talk about Tavion Kinsley. That's the Thundering Herd confirming that today. He signed a national letter of intent to play with the Thundering Herd. Jeremy Dillon and Cameron Brooks-Harris also on the list as far as the release is concerned. Here's what um, Danny had to say today in the release. He said that uh, Tavion is a tremendous athlete. He can play and guard any position from the one to the three. Added that he's exciting, fun to watch. He's not just a basketball player, but he excels in the classroom with a 3.1 GPA. He is a smart kid and can play any position well. He's six foot five guard. He's 155 pounds right now. Going to be immediately eligible for the 2018-19 season. That's good for the Thundering Herd to get some more talent out there quickly. Now, if you don't know much about this kid, he's a pretty good get for the Thundering Herd. He was a member of the Ohio Prep Sports Writers Association All-State Second Team this season. During his senior season, he averaged almost 20 points a game, shot 60% from the field, and 39% of his three-pointers. This kid, also named Division II District Player of the Year, he was a member of the OPSA's All-State First Team during his junior season. Now, if you're not that familiar with the other kids mentioned in this release, uh, you of course talking about Jeremy Dillon, Cameron Brooks Harris. Uh, these kids, um, they were AAU teammates together, so maybe some chemistry there. Whatever the case, there's going to be something to be excited about if you're a Marshall basketball fan. Now, 
We're going to get back to baseball soon on the radio. In a few days, we'll have Marshall taking on West Virginia from Charleston. But first, Thundering Herd's got to take care of some business in Conference USA. They're going to be doing that in Beckley. They've got a three-game series against, well, one of the top teams in Conference USA. Marshall's got a two-game suite under their belt of Ohio. So now they've got some momentum. They're taking on Louisiana Tech. Now, Louisiana Tech did lose the last conference series at home against Charlotte. They are 26-13. and 13. They're 10-5 and five in Conference USA. Marshall is 17-17 overall, 5-10 in Conference USA. So if Thundering Herd can get a couple of games against Louisiana Tech, that'll definitely help with the conference record. Game 1, 5 o'clock. So that's getting underway. Game 2 is going to be Saturday at 2. Game 3 is going to be Sunday at 10 a.m. And, of course, you probably uh, can't get to Beckley right now if you're listening to the program on the radio. But you got opportunity, make maybe a little road trip on Saturday or Sunday, head out to Beckley. Beckley's always been a great place for the Thundering Herd. Uh, it's, as the release says, and I agree, a home away from home for the Thundering Herd. I just can't wait. I know this sets me up to get that uh, discussion of a baseball park for the Thundering Herd in Huntington here again, but I think you know where I stand on that. Trying to get that facility uh, is going to be still a difficult feat. You got to find the location. You got to find, of course, the the money. It's got to fit in with, I'm sure, some grand plans that are being dreamed up for revitalization of Huntington. And of course, uh, there's probably some other facilities on campus as well that uh, need attention, or maybe you just need a new facility there. I think basketball definitely could use a new facility eventually. Uh, I know that's probably on the long-term plan. So that's what it looks like as far as thundering herd news. Uh, some sad news today: former Ohio State football coach Earl Bruce died. He was 87. Now, Earl had a tough go of it only because he had to follow Woody Hayes. Woody Hayes was his mentor. And you're following your mentor at Ohio State. Now, he's remembered fondly, helped really build that program. He died in a statement released today at the age of 87 in Columbus. He died on Friday suffering from Alzheimer's disease. And let me tell you right now, if you've ever watched a loved one go through that, you understand how terrible it is. I have heard that, and uh, you hate to hear that. So just a personal plea for me, if you know somebody dealing with Alzheimer's, um, you know, make sure to be patient with them. If you, um, if you ever want to donate to a worthy cause, I think Alzheimer's is a worthy cause of your time, energy. And uh, it's something that I truly believe in because I watch someone die of it, and it's it's not pleasant. It's uh, it's really a uh, humiliating disease. It takes a lot away from you. So uh, my condolences, of course, to the Bruce family uh, passing away. As far as his record, uh, celebrate his life. Had a record of 81-26-1 as head coach at Ohio State. He was there from 79 to 87. Now, he had it tough. Because if you know your football history, if you're a big fan of Ohio State, you know this. If you're a casual fan, maybe you don't remember that he had to take over after Woody Hayes was fired for punching a Clemson player in the 1978 Gator Bowl. Now, this guy had a tough go of it. Woody Hayes was Woody Hayes. And I don't know if that was ever fair to Earl Bruce. He couldn't maybe meet those standards that that Woody set 
and who could really. But I think Hayes has a um, has a position in football that few could meet. But I think Earl Bruce definitely was up to the challenge, and this is a guy that, um, well, I think uh, made the best of it, had a tough go of it. One of the things that you know he can um, he can be proud of, if he was still with us, he probably was proud of, that there was a, a graduate assistant on his staff, a young graduate assistant named Urban Meyer. There's a guy you know, won a championship for the school in 2014. And Meyer said in a statement that I've made it clear many times that other than my father, Coach Bruce was the most influential man in my life. That's a big deal. He added, every significant decision I've made growing up in this profession was with him involved in it. His wife, referring to Jean, and he were the role models for Shelly and me. They did everything with class. He was not afraid to show how much he loved his family and cared for his family. So... We offer our condolences once again to the family of Earl Bruce as uh, a, a great one for Ohio State. Yeah, his 81-26-1 record, don't let that fool you. He was definitely uh, instrumental and a lot of success for Ohio State. We turn our attention to Marshall football when we come back from break. We're going to hear from Aaron Goble. He's going to get us caught up on how ticket sales are going, season ticket renewals, and maybe give you an opportunity to be involved with the Thundering Herd this year. If you're looking for deals, Aaron usually has got something for you. So we'll hear from Aaron Goble when we come back from break later on. We're going to hear from Chris Tatum, mayor of Barbersville. He's going to give us more on what happened in Charleston today as it was announced that Barbersville and Charleston chosen to host multiple U.S. youth soccer regional events. And Chris will outline that, how it impacts you as far as how you can be involved. Of course, things you need to know as a lot of people will be coming into the region. So Chris will talk to us later on. I'm Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN. 94.1 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Friday, April 20th edition. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Now, today is a significant day because this was the day that you had to get your renewal in if you wanted to take advantage of everything that's happening with Marshall football. Now, I'm not going to be doom and gloom because I know that my man Aaron Goble joins us on the program now, Marshall's Associate Athletic Director. We'll have plenty of good news for those who maybe missed their opportunity to uh, take advantage of everything that's happening right now with Marshall football. He joins us on the program now, and... Um, Probably uh, if uh, a lot of people uh, were excited about football, they would be banging your door down, and that sounds like what's been happening, Aaron, is uh, there's a lot of people wanting season tickets this year. Yeah, Paul, it's uh, it's been fantastic, man. First and foremost, appreciate you having me on, and um, the uh, the feedback that we've gotten through our renewal period this year um, has been fantastic. <laughs> it really has been it's really been great. Uh, we've got a lot of really good feedback in regards to some of our new uh, pricing structures and, and simplifying a little bit of the schematics of the stadium and making uh, the, the buying process a little easier for our uh, fan base. And, uh, you know, we've definitely been on record of knowing that, you know, the previous year we had a pretty significant dip, uh, you know, for a variety of factors. And so after we got a chance to sit down and look at some things and, and, uh, 
work through the process. Uh, I think we came up with a good solution uh, to kind of alleviate some of the the finances there for our fan base and uh, not only just lower prices in general, but also kind of spread out those those payments that are due compared to maybe a little bit of what we've done in the past. So, yeah, renewal renewal deadline was this afternoon. Uh, The good thing is, is uh, most people who did not renew today probably just got an email that will let them know that we will leave renewals online throughout the weekend. Uh, so they can visit herdzone.com. So if you didn't hit the 5 o'clock deadline today, you really have until Monday morning. Uh, so Monday morning's when we'll, we'll, we'll clear out the, the few accounts that didn't renew. And, uh, I'll, I'll go on record in saying as of about 10 minutes ago, you know, we, we were almost at 95%, uh, renewal, which, you know, is, is probably close to a record in regards to the, the amount of accounts that renewed their season tickets that bought season tickets last year. So, um, it's nice to, uh, still, still always uphill climb cause you know, we want to sell as many season tickets as we can, but it's, uh, definitely not, uh, not behind the eight ball, uh, this time around. And, uh, we got a lot of interest from new, new season ticket buyers that are ready to pounce, uh, when we uh, go on sale next week. So it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's exciting times. We're, we're, we're fired up, man. Yeah, and then you got an opportunity, of course, Choose Your Seat Day is coming up on Saturday, April 28th, uh, and that's before the green and white scrimmage. Give the fans a, an opportunity to maybe pounce for the first time. Yeah. Have you seen it? Maybe is it a combination of the new price structure and a combination of the, the renewed interest, excitement, and in football? I mean, if I want to come see the herd play, it usually doesn't matter. I'll find a way to get a ticket. But, you know, what are you seeing that's driving this the most? Yeah, I think you know, I think it's a combination of things to be honest with you. And I know we we use the word a lot in athletics, but it's a vibe, you know. We have a really positive vibe around Marshall Athletics right now, and I mean, if you don't think that this is a cohesive unit in regards to how uh spending and donating and supporting works, you're you're sadly mistaken. So 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 to think that that, you know, ending that 31-year drought and going to the NCAA tournament uh, along with you know winning a bowl game and uh, our softball team you know going to the NCAA tournament last year I mean that all works together and right now there's just a lot of positivity around our athletic department uh, I think we're doing some really good things on the playing surface in the in the swimming pool uh, you know uh, on the fields and and that all just works together and then you know I think uh, it, it, you you look at the community you know I mean that's that's we we are a part of the community and the, the community is a part of us and you know, there's a lot of people out there working to make Huntington uh, a really, really uh, upbeat place. I mean, downtown's been hopping. It's just, it's a good marriage right now. There's a lot of really positive things, and I think there's a lot of uh, of the right folks out there working hard to, you know, make the tri-state better, and 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 naturally that uh, that helps our situation. So I think it's a variety. Racing definitely helps, you know, NC State coming, uh, having a marquee game like that, come back to our stadium where, you know, we've had some of the biggest crowds. If you, you look at Purdue and look at Louisville uh, over the last three years. Uh, so, yeah, having a marquee game and, and what I think a lot of people consider, and I, I do for sure, a very winnable game, you know, a game that I think a lot of people will probably expect us to win uh, against an ACC opponent that could be returning a, a ultimately a Heisman candidate uh, in Finley at quarterback. So, you know, there's a lot of reasons, uh, and I think you know if you go and look inside our own locker room, you know we got a lot of really good players on this football team, and a lot of really good good players coming back. We're really deep at a lot of positions. 
you know, we have arguably what I would say one of the best right, wide receivers in the country. You know, we got a young man that could come in and help it help us at quarterback that I think people are really excited about. Uh, a stout defense, um, and then you know you look at the coaching staff and, and look at kind of some of those uh, some of those tweaks we we made there, and you know for those big green members and season ticket holders that have got out and watched us so far, I mean uh, it's hard to keep up with which way we're running and what we're doing on offense. It's a lot of fun, and so yeah, I, I just think there's a lot of I mean you you package all that together and put a bow on it and. You know, I think you know our our fan base. They they're it's proof in the pudding. You know, I mean they've they've supported this program through and through at all times. And you know, it's just when we start to do our part a little better, and and I think we are doing that right now. Then uh, it, you know, just like any any anywhere you go, they step up a little more. And I think that's what you're seeing. So uh, it's awesome, man. Aaron Goebbels, our guest, Marshall University Associate Athletic Director, and uh, the ticket drive continues and. You mentioned you're stepping up your game. Not only are you making uh, more options available for fans, but usually if you go places, okay, here's the cheaper option, and it, it doesn't come with as much as the pricier option. You're doing some things to make sure that uh, no matter what price point you uh, enter into this, uh, there's something there for you. Like, for example, uh, you're going to have some cushioned seat backs for uh, a few sections as well, and those uh, usually are a higher perk for a lot of fans, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, that's because so so that's a little bit of our restructuring. If you're familiar with the stadium on the east side, you know, we have four sections, 107 through 113, that you know kind of mirror our fixed chairback seats on the west side, and you know those are premium locations. But you know, we understand we want to make those a little more available. So what we did with 107 and 113 is, you know, we took the big green donation, required donation per seat off those seats this year um, to just you know alleviate that. Now. We have great, great fans. We have great big green supporters. So, you know, the philanthropic giving to support our scholarships and support our student-athletes will continue. We're not concerned about that. Uh, but those who, you know, have seats in 109, 111, which are on the east side, right on the 50, you know, last year you were paying, you know, we, we not only dropped your seat uh, by, you know, our almost $20, but we've also added it comes with a complimentary seatback, which traditionally carries a $37 value. So, you know, for individuals who are, are back in those seats right on the 50, at the end of the day, you, you've, you've gained a great opponent at NC State. You have FAU coming in, homecoming, middle, and you know what? At the end of the day, you're saving, six, you know, close to $60 per seat. So, um, and that means something, you know, that's a combination of, of a, of a winning attempt to, uh, uh, make things a little better and, and, uh, it, it, you know, kind of ignite our fan base in regards to, uh, the season ticket process. So, uh, yeah, we're working on it. You know, we really are. And, uh, and we've seen, we've seen the response, which, uh, we, 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 we figured it would be, uh, uh, it would be positive, but, uh, I'll be, I'll be honest. It's been, it's been beyond that, and uh, and the momentum's fantastic. So, Aaron Goebbels, our guest, Marshall University Associate Athletic Director. Season ticket drive continues. And something else that uh, I'm sure you're really excited about is uh, there are new payment options. Sometimes fans maybe can't afford right up front to to foot the bill for a, a season ticket or, or, or just a, a – a plan, donation plan, whatever the cost may be, you've made it easier for them now as far as being able to afford their tickets at the same time, pay for them in a different structure. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, if you if you come out this week to the the choose a seat, I mean, you can buy a season ticket as low as ninety nine dollars, which is a general mission season ticket up in the upper end zone section uh, for all six games, all the way up to a, a fixed chair back on the west side, which is two ninety nine uh, per seat plus a big green donation. Uh, but the one thing that we've done now is you can string that out. So if you come and you, you make that initial payment, you know, we'll allow you to, uh, do a six month installment to where you get it taken out, uh, at the beginning of every month, all the way up until September 1st, right before we play our first game at home, uh, there on the 8th. So, you know, in the past, you know, we, we were really, really kind of locked into the only individuals who really kind of got that break were, were renewals. And, and we, and we, you know, started to see this, this peaked interest. Well, Hey, I, I think I would buy season tickets if, you know, I had a little flexibility. So, uh, you know, we thought it only made sense to not really pigeonhole ourselves to, uh, given that option to, to just season ticket holders that were from the current year, but new buyers. So, you know, we're looking at, if you're looking to buy a season ticket, I'm just throwing some quick math out there, but, you know, if you're looking at a sideline section, you know, 107, which is, you know, a 40-yard line seat, you know, if you buy that this weekend, you know, ultimately you're paying $28 a month for six months to be able to <laughs> sit right on the 40-yard line for the entire season. So I think uh, I think we'll see a lot of really good response to that. I know we've seen it already in the renewal period. But I think you know the fact that we can you know make it more of uh, almost a, a, a minor utility rather than a big lump sum payment. I think you're going to see uh, uh, a really really great response to that. And, and like I said, we kind of we, we already have really. So Aaron Gubble is our guest, and Aaron, I know um, you're always striving to make game day as fun as it possibly can be. Last year, some new amenities, some new things available for fans. Uh, what are you working towards that you can talk to us about for the game day experience this year? Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know, we're, we're really working on trying to make our, uh, our, our, you know, always tweak our intro video every year to try to make that a little better of experience. You know, there's only so much you can do with that, uh, to be completely honest. But I feel like we, we, we do a great job with that. And at the end of the day, you know, our screens and our digital uh, experience in our facility for a facility of our size is fantastic. I think sometimes our our folks take it a little bit for granted, but you know, when you look at our uh, our boards on both sides of the stadium and our pro ads and ribbons, you know, that's an experience not everyone has uh that I think we do a really nice job with, but you know, I I'll tell you a couple things uh, uh to g- to give you a heads up, you know, we're looking to uh to get a new tunnel, you know, to have a different look that the team will actually uh, come out uh, out of a new structure this year that'll be new and improved and have a different, cleaner look to it. And I think we'll, uh, you know, really add to the ambiance in regards to how they enter the field and, you know, looking at some pyrotechnics a little bit actually this year to see, you know, what we can do there, which would be a part of the part of the intro. And then as far as around the stadium, you know, we're, we'll, we'll continue with the, uh, we'll, we'll continue with um the beer zone that we introduced last year that opens when gates open, but we are looking, and this is actually a kindred initiative, but, you know, last year we started the concert series and, you know, we're looking actually to move that this year over, you know, near the M club pavilion and, and kind of have a little bit more of a, of a party atmosphere over there. We're going to have some digital screens and we're going to, you know, officially kind of coin that as a tailgate zone, uh, offer some, uh, 
discounted adult beverages, uh, a different one every game day, four big green members. So, you know, the, the, the $60 big green member or the, you know, the, uh, hundred dollar big green member that maybe not, maybe not have a spot on the West lot or right around the stadium, but you know, wants to get near the stadium to tailgate a little bit. Uh, you know, that's, that's what our goal is with that, with that area. So, those are just a couple things going on around the outside, and then you know our, our tradition. You know we stick with that, and our uh, our thunder walk's a great tradition, and hopefully our weather will cooperate this year because that always gets a great crowd. And um, the kids zone, you know, we'll have the family fun zone in the Klein indoor, which is always a fun deal. I mean, if you're if you got youngsters and you're looking to come an hour or so before the game, that's free of charge. If you have a family pack season ticket whole season ticket or a big green member uh to go in there and i mean we have anywhere between 10 to 15 inflatables every game for you know young folks to go around and jump around on so you know i feel like we got a nice you know nice atmosphere going on around the stadium i think we'll have some new uh new and improved deals around you know we'll have our traditional hall of fame game um which will be the the opening game. We'll do military appreciation again. Looking to do a field size flag for that this year, as well as have the individuals jump into the stadium like we've had in the past. And we'll have our blackout game and homecoming, and you know all the all the good stuff that makes Marshall the best. You know, and um, and we'll we'll continue to tweak it a little bit each year to make sure it doesn't get stale and 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 keep coming back. So. I'm excited just with the pyro, Aaron. You had me at pyro. I'm excited yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, we like what we do now. Uh, we think there's a, it, we think it provides a good atmosphere. But you know, the fact that uh, as, as long as we can finalize getting this new tunnel and this new structure done, you know, we feel like it kind of goes hand in hand. So you know, ideally, we're gonna uh, we've talked to a couple companies, but uh, we're gonna see. We're gonna use our resources on campus here and see if our engineering folks can't. Uh, you know, uh, uh, jump in and help make that a project. And, uh, that's what, you know, that's what this, the, you know, the campus community is all about is finding a way for everyone to win. And so I think, uh, I think that type of involvement will be a really, really neat and exciting process. So Aaron Goebbels, our guest, Marshall University's associate athletic director, telling us about all the great things happening with football as far as game day tickets and, uh, Aaron, um, you always drop some surprises on us as far as uh, any specials for tickets. So um, I know you do that a lot on social media. So for fans that maybe don't do the season ticket, there's still going to be a lot of options for them. Uh, where should they be keeping an eye out for these type of things? Because I know you're always looking to wheel and deal. Yeah, you know, I mean, the main thing is, is you know, I, I always recommend uh, follow. You know, if you're if you're just a, uh, a, a kind of a, a, a traditional patron that you know buys single games from time to time, you know, if you're in our system, there's a chance we're hitting you with an email some sometime, some form or fashion. So you're going to hear from us. But I mean, uh, you know, definitely herdzone.com. I mean, that's our bread and butter. You know, just always check out our website. You know, our ticket site, in my opinion, is one of the best in the country. Um, you know, Cole. Woodrum and our ticket staff, they do a great job uh, with the upkeep of our, our site. Uh, it's very fan-friendly. It's, it's, uh, it's got a great look to it. Uh, we always, you know, try to get some promo codes out there, you know, but but we're really focused on our season ticket structure. We really are, Paul. You know, we've, we feel like we've made that convenient. You know, we need to emphasize, I mean, that is our investment. That is what allows us to operate, you know, the revenues that uh, come from season tickets are what really gives us the foundation to allow our entire athletic department to operate um so that is what we're focused on but most definitely you know we'll go on sale 
uh, right around the first of August uh, from a single game standpoint. We'll go on sale, you know, in June with some mini plans. Uh, there, w- there will be some mini plan options, and you know we'll we'll really stress that you know we we recommend if you feel like you're going to sit and wait till the middle of August to get an NC State ticket, you might be wrong. So you know we're hoping not only with season ticket sales, but uh, most importantly when we when we roll out some mini plans there in, in June that you know individuals will realize, hey, go ahead, don't wait for single game, go ahead and at least get a mini plan if you don't get a season ticket. Uh, to ensure yourself that game because I'm telling you that game is going to be crazy and it's going to be packed in there and it's going to be big time so um but yeah we're we'll we'll definitely have deals tune into you know herd tickets on twitter herd zone on twitter you know doc uh, mufb on twitter at the herd ad on twitter you know um at chuck mcgill on twitter you know check out our facebook page we're very active on social media. Uh, once again, I think we're probably the best in our conference uh, in regards to what we do on social media, the content that we push out. Uh, kudos to our external marketing team for doing that. So, well, you, if, you, if you're looking and you uh, and you follow the herd, you you won't uh, have to look very hard to see what we're doing and what's available. So, Aaron Gobel, our guest, Marshall University's athletic director, associate athletic director. Um, I don't want to overpromote you there. I don't want to get a phone call that I overpromoted you. <laughs> no, no, I don't need that yet, man. I'm good. Eric, good talking <laughs> to you. Thanks for uh, thanks for telling us about all the things that are happening. Looking forward to it. All right, Paul, I appreciate you, man. Y'all have a great weekend. Go Hurt. That's Aaron Goebel, Marshall's Associate Athletic Director. We're going to come back and uh, get some of your phone calls in as well. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to your Friday, April 20th edition of the drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I can't think of a better way to to wrap up today's show by having Chris Tatum on, the mayor of Barbersville, joining us on the program now. And of course, um, the reason Chris is with us today is because Barbersville and Charleston have been chosen to host multiple U.S. youth soccer regional events. And Chris now with us to tell us a little bit more about that. This seems like it's pretty ambitious, Chris. Well, you know, this is something that we've been doing at Barbersville for a while. Um, President's Cup is a huge uh, soccer tournament, you know, somewhere between four and 6,000 players and the families have been coming to Barbersville for a long time. Since 2012, we had the, the bid for this tournament on and off. The, the additional tournaments today uh, – We'll bring similar numbers of, of kids, uh, but you know, more importantly, we've got two great soccer complexes and to to showcase, and and it just is going to be a huge economic impact to our area. Um, even when that soccer tournament was solely held in Barbersville, um, in the Kennedy Center, they were the families and the players were staying all the way from Charleston up past Charleston into Clendenin. Uh, all the way down into Ashland and Ironton and and points beyond that. So there's plenty to go around with that many players. I mean, you're talking about a $32 million economic impact uh, for having these tournaments that were announced today. It's it's just huge for the area, huge for the state of West Virginia and and the surrounding areas. Now, explain to me and for those who maybe don't understand everything that's involved, as you mentioned, this used to be all in Barbersville. So now we're not looking at – uh, subtraction from Barbersville. We're looking just more at addition to the state. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, there's logistically, Barbersville has the most soccer fields in one place, but because of the volume of players, uh, they were they were playing soccer over at the Kennedy Center. Um, depending on how the weather was, depending on how the depended on how the Kennedy Center was utilized, obviously, uh, as you know, some of that tends to get under sometimes. Um, depending on rain and, and weather, uh, I think one year. Uh, then Governor Manchin actually arranged for a Black Hawk helicopter to come in and dry our fields off. You don't have that luxury every year. Um, Shawnee and and up in Charleston, they have uh, put together a, a six-field complex that is going to have turf on it. We have turf planned for our complex as well. It's a little bit down the road, uh, and we, we hope to secure that, that tournament uh, again for, for multiple years. Um, so I you know, it makes sense logistically. Uh, you can't put that many players in the area and uh, keep having that tournament if you're not making improvements. And people were staying in Charleston anyway. The West Virginia Soccer Association saw an opportunity to keep uh, a portion of the players closer uh, to Charleston by playing some of those games there. We're still going to have a ton of players in Barbersville Park, as we always have. Um, you know, they... they Again, to use the the analogy, a rising tide lifts all boats, and you know, thirty-two million dollars spread over uh, the the Western Kentucky Ohio corridor via sixty-four is is huge for all of us. Chris Tatum is our guest, mayor of Barbersville, and of course, uh, a huge component of uh, the soccer tournament uh, being a part of our region, and so. You're not going to see – we've seen in the past that uh, the soccer complex at Marshall has been utilized. Is that still going to be in play, or is this all Yeah, already... I think all that – we're still the host city. Uh, we're still the host city. We have the uh, we have the, the amenities, as, as do a number of the other areas. But, you know, the stadium at Marshall has been utilized for the opening ceremonies. I can't see that changing. Um, it's just the Shawnee site is another place to go play soccer and do it uh, logistically correct. Um, if we do some expansion of, of our of our complex, um, you know the, the outlay of that tournament might change over the course of the next several years. But you know we we want people playing soccer all over the place. It, it they're in Charleston anyway, they're in Ashland anyway, they're in Barbersville anyway. So why not you know why not give them that was some of the feedback that we've gotten before is you know let's. There's families that are in Charleston, but yet they've got to drive 35 or 40 minutes to, to come and play their game. And if, in some instances, they win. They play later later in the afternoon, or they don't. You know, they play uh, later that evening, or whatever. It keeps them keeps them closer to the venue that they're actually playing. And I think this will help the soccer association with the logistical planning of the event itself. Christi- and it'll 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 be a better experience for those families and players. Chris Tatum's our guest, uh, Mayor of Barbersville, and the uh, Barbersville and Charleston areas chosen to host the multiple events that will be offered by UF Youth Soccer, uh, lots of regional events. And, of course, with the soccer tournament being so successful, it keeps coming back and back and back. What is that? Without giving away the secret sauce, of course, what is it that's just making this such a win-win for everyone involved to have it come back multiple times? Well, I think I think because we have the we staff it properly. We have tons of volunteers. Uh, we have first class facilities that we're all we've all always been improving, and you know it, it also helps that you have uh, some of your state leaders that are they're helping you market the area. 
Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff to do in Barbersville, Huntington, Charleston, Milton, Ashland, and, and a lot of these players plan their uh, and their families plan their vacations around these tournaments. And you know, if they have a good experience, they let the soccer association know. And I'm talking about U.S. Youth Soccer. No, uh, they they like coming here. They get the red carpet rolled out for them. I the opening ceremony at Marshall has been pretty special the last several times that it's been hosted there. Len Rogers and Dave Lair, but from the West Virginia Soccer Association, do a great job planning that. And uh, it, it's almost like an Olympic opening ceremony. And those kids, you know, they, they like that treatment. And they, you know, they're given first-class treatment, at not, not just while they're there playing in the open ceremonies, but every hotel, you know, has – you know, welcome packets for them. They're all telling them where to go and what to do and to, to give them. Th- and, and even Barbersville, we planned outdoor movie nights for the soccer players. We planned a night at the Kennedy Center uh, for the soccer players and their families. So there's there's a lot to do, and there's a lot of people making sure that they have something to do while they're here to make them want to come back. So it's no secret that, that we're great at hospitality in West Virginia, and this gives us a chance to prove that. Chris Tatum's our guest, of course, uh, also the mayor of Barbersville. And uh, before we let you go, uh, what's coming up, maybe that's not soccer-related, that uh, since you've got a few minutes on the air that uh, you want to remind people about? Well, gosh, you know, with, there's there's fishing derbies, there's trail hikes, there's volleyball out at our park, and, you know, always looking at new sports. We've been approached by a group of, of lacrosse uh, tournaments to, to come in to uh, Barbersville, and we've, we've built two disc golf courses or in the middle of the second one, the first one's built out at our park, and there's multiple tournaments already been had on that and, and on those on on that course. But disc golf is gaining in popularity, and there's dozens and dozens of players that play out there on a regular basis. And by having our our two courses, there's a course at Rotary and there's a course at Armco Park. You know, we've been told there's a chance to have larger and larger tournaments because there's multiple courses to play on. So. You know, we've, we've got those things. The park is 700 acres of all kinds of stuff to do. Uh, we've got the wine festival in Barbersville that's coming up on May the 12th. It's a ticketed event uh, in Main on Central. The, the restaurant that's in downtown Barbersville is hosting the VIP hour. People can get their tickets at eventbrite.com. And in the fall, we have our fall festival, 4th of July celebration. There's a there's a bunch of stuff going on. We, we ask people to go to Discover Barbersville dot com or barbersville.org to find out what's going on in town but you know there's always something to do besides going to the mall and shopping and finding one of our great restaurants that you know there's always something to do in that park chris i know it's been pretty busy for you today thanks for spending a few minutes with us and uh, we'll catch up with you soon man um we got we got football to start talking about soon with you <laughs> it, it won't be long will it it won't be long you know i, I keep in touch with coach deals on a pretty regular basis and uh We've already been talking the talk as well, so it's it's going to be good good football season, and we're we'll be excited to get back out on, on the field for that. Uh, we've got a few months, but those kids are hard at work already, as you well know. Chris Tatum, our guest, the mayor of Barbersville, and probably the only sports play by play ready mayor in the area, in, entire <laughs> I would, state. I'd say that's right, true. I'd probably say that's true. Yeah. You think? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to yeah, pit you two against each other. You think Williams can take the mic and do play by play? Come on. I don't know, man. He's pretty good at that, from what I understand. I mean, he, he's a talker, too. I mean, we all all of us as politicians get accused of, of being good talkers, right? So you got to think that the guy's got the juice to do it. We'll try that out one time. I mean, you'll put him somewhere else. Don't worry. You're, you're good. You're, your position's safe. We'll put him somewhere else. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. 
Chris Tatum, our guest. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Good talking to you again. Yeah, I appreciate you. Talk to you soon, pal. Barbersville and Charleston going to be hosting a lot of youth soccer. It's going to be a big economic boom for the area. We're going to take our final break, come back, and wrap this one up. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't forget, if you miss any part of tonight's show, you can always go back and catch the replay. You can do it by going to WRVC.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. We're on TuneIn. And, of course, as I always mention, website. Go there first. Go to WRVC.com. That's the best place to start. And, of course, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, uh, make that a priority. Do that today. Like now, go. Go do it now. Uh, thanks for listening to today's edition. I'm your host, Paul Swan, and uh, great show tonight. Really appreciate uh, Aaron Goebel from Marshall coming on. Tell us a little bit about the ticket drive for football. And of course, uh, Chris Tatum, Mayor of Barbersville. A big uh, announcement today as far as uh, just bringing youth sports back again to the region and expanding uh, the fields, getting more communities involved. And, and Chris is right. There's a, a lot of economic and I mean, the best way I'm going to say this is um, everybody is going to benefit from this. Just because the the fields are in Barbersville or the Shawnee's Complex, everybody benefits from this. So it's going to be a, a nice economic boon for the area. It's great for tourism. Like, keep, keep that in mind. This is a great way for the region to showcase itself. And there's going to be a lot of talented soccer kids being um, introduced to Marshall University. I'm a, a Marshall soccer coach, Chris Grassi. If I'm a, I'm sitting there right now, I'm looking at this like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, look at my soccer complex. He doesn't even have to say it. It just speaks for itself. All right, that's going to do it for this edition. Don't forget, we've got Pirates baseball coming up tonight. 640 is going to be our airtime taking on Philadelphia on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. It's Cleveland taking on Indiana. That's game three of that series tied at one game apiece. For producer Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Have a great weekend, everyone, and good night. Huntington. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Huntington Sports Station.